Ah, winter time. Holidays abound, and there's cheer everywhere. It's the time of year to gather with friends and family and ring in the new year, looking forward to another 365 days of good memories. Or at least that's what every moral at the end of a Hallmark movie tells us. The reality is, we don't live in a picture-perfect world, and there are many who not only hate this time of year, but are also deeply fearful or feeling conflicting emotions about this season. Welcome to Cafe Discourse, where nothing on the menu is sacred, but everything is in good taste. I'm your host, and your possible Scrooge for the evening, Christina, and this is... Hi, my name's Kristen, and I'm a retail worker during the holidays. You tell me how I feel. I'm glad you could join me here at the cafe today, Kristen. Me too. I've had a long day watching children fight over whether or not it was the elf on the shelf's birthday. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about how how awesome the holidays are. <laughs> and I... I have worked, I have worked retail forever as well. Pretty, I pretty much had one year of my working life that was not in retail, and everything else has been retail. And yes, the holidays are not a good time when it comes to the life of a retail worker. Yeah, oh, I mean, do yeah. we even have to cover the blues anymore? Holiday blues, retail <laughs> workers. Just you guys. You Hi. guys understand the true pain. Just so you all know, dear listeners, our disclaimer for this episode is that we may be talking about some topics that may make people uncomfortable. Listener discretion is advised, especially for those under the age of 13. And we also want to say that if you are dealing with depression or any serious issues around the holidays, that you should definitely seek help and not come to a podcast. Though we're happy you've joined us, please consider seeking help. And I have a national suicide prevention hotline number that you can call if you're feeling like, hey, I really can't handle this right now. And that's 1-800-273-8255. Please get help from someone. Talk with someone. You shouldn't have to feel that depressed, regardless of what time of the year it is. Okay, Kristen, we are ready to roll. We got all that done. Woohoo! So we were talking earlier in kind of brainstorming holiday blues and... I feel like um, something that was really important to me to bring up was that I feel, in general, society-wise, this year has been one of the first years, because of the pandemic going on, where people have been allowed to express openly that they are having hard feelings and 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 a lot of conflicted emotions about the holidays and not being able to see people or feeling pressure to see people when they don't feel comfortable about it but I really feel like there has been a huge change in the way that people are looking at like seasonal depression holiday blues this kind of dark feeling surrounding a time of year when everyone's cheerful and happy and like buying gifts and peace on earth and goodwill to all like this year has been one of the first years that I feel like there's just been this openness to discussing this is not a good time of year for me and I'm feeling a lot of emotions that maybe are are hard yeah which I do feel like 
it's important to note that we do have the pandemic. I do feel more people have been open about their grievances, whether for the better or for the worse, which is not what we're talking about. Yes. Holiday blues is what we're staying focused on. (laughs) I do think that there is a certain stigma within our society that the holidays are a special, magical time, and you should feel the warm fuzzies every time winter rolls around, which... You know, for those who don't feel that way, it it can be pretty awful. So, I mean, yes, COVID has made it easier to talk about it, but I don't think it's, it's even begun to scratch the surface of what some people have had to feel year in and year out as we approach winter and all of these supposedly celebratory events with a tinge of depression. Yes, I I mean, absolutely. I agree that there's a lot of... um... There's just a lot of things that can cause feelings of being down around the holidays. Not if for no other reason, just the expectation that you're supposed to be happy and cheerful puts a lot of people into a bad mood from the start. Just because like if people are expecting something from me, they're not going to give me the opportunity to express myself, whether it's a minor frustration or a major like feeling of it being ignored or whatever it is, or dealing with processing the death in a family or not being able to see people or whatever, financial difficulties and not being able to do what we want to do for other people. Like all of these topics are ones we can dig into a little bit more. But before we do on the positive side, I have a a past experience of having been involved in um, a Christian church that did every year the Friday before Christmas, they did an event that they called Blue Christmas. And this was the first time that I ever encountered, especially in a religious situation, but like beyond that in culture at large, this idea that was, hey, we're encouraging you to express your feelings of being down and come and enjoy some blues music. And we're not going to sit here and talk about how great the holiday is. We're going to talk about how hard the holiday can be. And it was the first exposure I ever had to this kind of open willingness to talk about how the holidays can truly affect people in a negative way. And even within like a church setting that's like, this is Jesus' birthday, like still saying, hey, a lot of people feel really shitty this time of year. And a lot of people have just a lot of heavy feelings this time of year and we need to be willing to embrace those and let people feel that way and not try to fix it. I feel like that is kind of what this this COVID Christmas that we're having this year has started and it's definitely not even close to where it needs to be for like a real cultural impact of like having people be willing to accept others as being sad this time of year, if that makes sense. It's definitely an opportunity right now for people to be willing to see Christmas as a sad time of year. Because for a lot of people, it is a sad time of year. For a lot of people, it's a frustrating time of year. For a lot of people, it is a very um, painful time of year. That can be caused by lots of different reasons from, from, like I said, death to COVID to money. And within all of those different reasons, like people have so much opportunity to just be out of this 
happy bubble at Christmas time and feel estranged from others because of that. But Kristen, don't you know that this time of year is full of magic and hope? And there's like a special feeling that comes around this time of year. Don't you know that? Oh, yes, yes. I have a very special feeling this time of year. I'm allergic to our Christmas tree, and we get, we're get we a real tree family. <laughs> it's a very special feeling. I am just on Benadryl for like an entire month. It's so great. Uh, this this idea, and I'm throwing it out for holidays, that a lot of people have expectations for the holidays. And I think that's usually what gets people feeling as depressed as they do. You have always spent, like if there was a death in your family, for example, you've had every Christmas in your life with your grandmother there, and then this is the first time she's not there. There's a precedence you've set on this day, because it's a holiday, that makes you think it has to be with family. I can't celebrate, you know, Hanukkah if grandma's not there, or I can't celebrate Christmas if grandma's not there, or whatever holiday you're celebrating. The day loses its it's magic, if you will, because you were expecting something out of it that, honestly, it never promised you it was going to bring. I mean, what is a holiday? It's just a day we all decided we're going to try to make special for one reason or another. It's, it's just a day like any other. There's really nothing that separates it from any other day, except that everybody around you is choosing to celebrate something, too. I, I really think it's our expectations that set us up for that failure. Of feeling, you know, horrible on that day. This is not to negate the actual true pain of the death of a family. This is me bringing up a point that maybe it's your expectation to have everyone you love there that is making you feel blue on the holiday and not necessarily the death itself. I think on on those lines, I don't have a whole lot of room to talk because I haven't experienced a death that was close to me that was someone who was part of my holiday traditions um but that's the what you were saying struck me not only on expectations but also on traditions because we have so many different traditions that families build up that even if there isn't a death in the family or or a major loss like that there are times when a tradition in a family dies and it can feel like this absolutely like crushing thing because my expectation of Christmas is that my dad and my brother and I were going to sleep in the living room on the couch and the floor and in front of the fireplace on Christmas Eve because that's what we've done my whole life. But I was playing video games until midnight on Christmas Eve one year and my dad went to bed instead of continuing our tradition. And I still feel like I'm the one who killed that tradition in my family. You know, it had nothing to do with the fact that my brother also moved out that year and was like spending Christmas Eve with his wife and like life was changing and everything happens differently as we get older. But like my expectation was that the tradition would be honored by everyone and everyone would hold it in the same esteem and value that I held that tradition. And so like I had expectations of the people in my family to value what I valued in those traditions that we had set up. And that's, that's kind of the issue I think there. I don't really think so much that we really, some of the blues, some of the depression that people feel around holidays really is just that their expectations aren't met. You, you try to make something so special and you build it up in your head. And the truth is you've set it on such a high pedestal 
that the reality will never be able to to compare to it. I think that's what a lot of people do around the holidays, which spurns some of their depression, especially around like what you said, tradition. You really felt like this is what my family does. And if we didn't do it, did we even have Christmas? Oh, no. You feel like you've something's been taken from you. When the truth is, it was never promised to you to begin with. <laughs> Absolutely. Know? It was just something fun your family was doing. And you got into the habit. And now that it's broken, it, you just feel so betrayed. But the truth is, no one was really betrayed. You had fun playing that video game. And your brother probably had fun with his new wife. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know. I don't know if Santa Claus visited their house. Or maybe he just passed right over. You put the do not disturb sign at the top of the chimney. I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> that's your brother. That's uncomfortable. They've been married 10 years, and that's still kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> so what are some, and I tell me if this is too personal to get into, but what are some family traditions that you grew up with, with being around Christmas, that you either didn't value in the same way someone else did or vice versa and feel like have have died. You know I come from a house of abuse, right? <laughs> I don't, so I don't anyway. Know. <laughs> yeah, um, I probably shouldn't laugh. That's not funny, but I mean, it's funny to me. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, you're totally over it. You chose holiday blues. I did because <laughs> just because I had a bad holiday time. Let me explain some of my point of view. I feel like I need to do this. So I personally don't like holidays and traditions. I just feel like every day is special and wonderful in its own way. And holidays are just putting the pressure on to make something like if it isn't magical, then you have failed everyone you love. And I hate that pressure. I feel like the whole day is one giant obligation to have fun, which I can't guarantee I can do or that I can make happen for somebody else. And I hate the expectation and the what I feel like is obligatory pressure. Is that a word, obligatory? I think it is. Yes, it is. Good. I mean, I like Halloween because the only expectation there really is is that I wear a wig of some kind and I throw candy at children. And I love it. I love it. There's no, <laughs> there's no actual set rules. Like, what makes a good Halloween? Like... Whatever that is for you, you want to stay home and watch a scary movie? You succeeded at Halloween. But, you know, something like Christmas rolls around. If you're like me and you have debt or you are at a part-time job because you lost your career thanks to COVID and you're poor, suddenly gift-giving really, really sucks. Though I have to say I have had one good Christmas, at least. It was right after my parents divorced, so, like, the abuse went down exponentially. We had hot dogs for dinner. We bought no gifts for each other because we were filing bankruptcy and lost the house. I mean, we lost a lot of stuff. We were poor. But it was actually really nice to just set up our little plastic tree and sit down with the gifts other people had given us. You know, I remember getting a hairbrush that year. That was was one of the big gifts. And it was just so nice to just sit with my family and be like, wow, we're not yelling. We're not getting beat. We're not going into debt trying to buy each other's affection. This is this is really nice. And I guess that was the highest, best Christmas I ever had. So all the others are just, they're not as good. Once we started getting money again and gifts became a thing again and then putting up lights and doing all this stuff, 
I'm like, I'd rather just spend time with my family, and I can do that on a random Thursday night if I want to, you know? I wish that was the tradition. I wish we had lower expectation. The idea of kind of idolizing the day very much, being like, no, this day, this day is special because we've all decided it's special. Whereas, like like you said, any Thursday night could have this kind of tradition and, and expectation and ceremony around it and be just as important or special or life-changing for somebody. What is it about all of this cultural pressure on the holiday specifically to do this? And and on, on top of all of that, like, we have so much just, like, historical buildup around Christmas being this big holiday outside of religion, like, all of this... I, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't even know where to go from there. Well, I like mean, like you said there for many people for Christmas specific, if you are a Christian or you are religious in that regard, I mean the day needs to be special just like Easter needs to be special because you are wrapping something huge into it. Your be- your belief and concept in something bigger and higher than yourself. That's not just a holiday. That's tapping into your your belief about your universe and you and your importance in the universe and all of that. I mean, that's a very big question. And if that's what Christmas is to you, but it's not that to somebody else, you can see where that can cause contention, confusion, and frustration for people. Especially if you're trying to push that belief onto other people around that time of year, you're ruining somebody else's ability to celebrate a holiday the way they want to because they're not celebrating your religion. And that's kind of a separate issue I think from holiday blues but at the same time it's very important to mention you know it's kind of like these people like oh there's a war on Christmas and it's like not really no I mean the only people to ever get rid of Christmas in the United States of America were Christians (laughs) they were the early pilgrims were like this is awful to celebrate holidays and has all these pagan symbols and blah 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 let's not celebrate it so to be honest the only war on Christmas that ever existed was Christians against Christmas and I understand why they did it. And if that's that's your thing, if you don't want to celebrate holidays, cool. Coolio on you. I know Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate holidays. Cool on you. That, that's, that, that's kind of all over the place. That's a hard topic to narrow down specifically, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's the same what you were saying about like being able to have a family gathering that's of equal importance on any given day is the same reason that I get really annoyed with people who are like, what are your New Year's resolutions? And I'm like, well, if I want to be a better person, I can decide today or tomorrow to change something about my life and it doesn't have to happen on January 1st. Like, I understand some people need that kind of milestone to be like, I, New Year, we gonna do good things. But like, I get really annoyed when people expect me to have an answer to like a New Year's resolution when I'm like, "Mm, yeah, no. I if I wanted to start a diet, I I could start that, you know, right now. I don't I don't have to celebrate the first of the year. In fact, I kind of set my goals around like being this particular weight by my birthday or something like that. Like I'll I'll set a random middle of the year deadline that I want to achieve this goal by because it doesn't matter to me if it happened in 2021 or whatever. Though your birthday would still be a specific day you could count it as a holiday right yeah 
Well, and with that said, like, my husband loves celebrating birthdays. It's a big deal to him. And for me, it's been an adjustment to try to enjoy celebrating birthdays in the time that I've known him. And especially this last two years, I've tried really hard to make my birthday a big deal. And it's fallen apart. And it made me feel worse. Because I put an expectation on people to treat my birthday with the same level of of like honor that Chris treats it, my husband, that he treats it. And I get the reply from people that is treating it the same way I've always treated my own birthday, which is meh. And so a year and a half ago, because I'm turning 30, like this one's going to actually matter and people are going to make a big deal out of it. And it didn't happen, and I got really upset. Like, there there was, like, a whole group of people that I got really bitter towards because they didn't celebrate my birthday. And in that group of people, three other people had that, their birthday the same week as me. So it's like, why are you so upset? Like, you didn't even know these three other people had birthdays that week. But Yeah, anyway. but see, you were the important person. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think there is some merit, though, to wanting other people to celebrate and be happy on holidays? And hear me out. I mean, like, you know, as a kid, those Christmas specials would come on and you'd always have that Scrooge character, like, oh, I don't like the holidays, whatever. And the moral was that they needed to just lighten up and enjoy it more and, you know, what is the best part of Christmas? And forgive somebody or whatever. You know, whatever your thing is give something small doesn't doesn't matter what the gift is blah 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 or you know heaven forbids a valentine's day special comes on and it's like be fall in love blah 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 i actually like valentine's day believe it or not it's one of the holidays i tolerate so much more than i just think it's cute all these couples getting together with people they love i'm like we should celebrate these people having love (laughs) like i really support the idea behind valentine's day so much more than, you know, like something like Christmas where I don't understand. I'm like, oh, we're celebrating winter. Yeah. Well, that's Yule, technically. Let's celebrate the winter solstice or make it a religious thing. And as as a non-religious person, like, what what is there about Christmas? Like, it's the solstice celebration. Well, I mean, like, there's plenty of people, though, who are non-religious who love celebrating Christmas. Like, the idea of putting oh, yeah. up lights, Absolutely. trees, giving gifts, and having fun, making dinner. I think if you actually stick to the core principle of trying to have fun with your family, instead of all these other weird expectations, Christmas would be a great time. Like, just because I've never had one of those doesn't mean they don't exist out there. Like, you know. What if you treated Christmas like the family valentine? Like a time to celebrate the love of family. I did in Japan, actually, when I lived there for three years. Uh, Christmas is more like Valentine's Day there. And maybe this is why I appreciate it more. You weren't really getting gifts for everybody. I mean, maybe someone would come and bring you small chocolates or whatever. But usually couples got together and families would go buy a Christmas cake and eat Kentucky Fried Chicken for dinner. It wasn't a big old deal. But everyone decorated for it. And it was really fun. And it was just kind of an exciting time of year to have Christmas lights up and talk about going sledding. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't celebrated the same way it is here in America no, it was more of a December as a whole is a big deal. Let's just celebrate with pretty lights and being happy and spending time together. 
So it was actually fun. I mean, I enjoy it. It's why Valentine's Day doesn't bug me, even as a single person. I'm like, this is really cool that my, you know, everyone around me is acknowledging relationships are beautiful, wonderful things. That's the point of the day. And as long as I have an appreciation for relationships, I succeeded at Valentine's Day. And chocolate goes on sale the next day. Yes. Yeah, I just got to say that that's a holiday. Chocolate day. <laughs> the day after Valentine's Day and the day after Halloween. Which is like I said, I, I love Halloween too for maybe the same reason. The expectations people have for those holidays are different than they do for something like Christmas or or like New Year's. Like New Year's is you're supposed to be with somebody in special and you have to kiss at midnight or toast at midnight. It's the new year. It's a chance to restart. There's actually some pressure there to make New Year's a big deal. True. <laughs> Believe it or not, this last year I went to a, you know, a roaring 2020s party. And <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have as many people come as they thought was going to come. And I happen to know the, the, what do you call it, the MC, Master of Ceremonies. So yeah. they were very unhappy and they were just being kind of unhappy about it. And I was like, well, you should just be happy we got together. And they're like, I spent money on this and nobody's here. And I'm like, okay, I should have known then it was going to be a rough year. I think that there's a, a huge value in expectations when everyone is on the same page with those expectations because it it can produce the magic that people are looking for. Like it can absolutely create those magical moments and whether that's like bonding and conversation or just fun doing a puzzle, like it's been a family tradition and it's not a sacred tradition that everyone has to make sure it happens every year. But it's been a longstanding family tradition that we do a puzzle uh, leading up to Christmas. And my brother and his wife having little kids has kind of made that very difficult. And last year the puzzle didn't get finished until like February because of children and having to put the puzzle away every like two hours of progress we'd make but like the puzzle still happened um and it took until like February to finish it but like just my brother would text me and be like so you're coming to help with this puzzle right and it created so much more family opportunity to gather and just to just sit around a puzzle and talk there is some value, I think, personally, in having those kind of expectations around the holiday. When there, And I think that that's the value of a tradition is that it gets everyone on the same page about those expectations. And those traditions can be the tool that you use as a family to create those mo moments of magic. In my family, we all slept on the floor in the living room. That tradition started on Christmas Eve because my mom would not wrap any presents until Christmas Eve. And on Christmas Eve, she would bring everything in from where she was hiding it around the house or in the trunk of her car. And she would put it all on the bed and start wrapping presents after dinner. And my dad couldn't go to bed when he wanted to. So he started sleeping on the couch as a protest uh, of mom taking up the bed. And he was like, I'm not going to wait up and I'm not going to help you wrap these presents that you've had in your car for a month. Like you could have wrapped them. You're not doing it. So I'm going to go sleep on the couch. And he told my brother and I that we were all going to go sleep on the floor in the living room because we were going to wait for Santa to come down the chimney. And this was the, the foundation of this tradition. 
And it became a very magical thing for my brother and I to like set up the fire in the fireplace and sleep on the floor in front of the Wait, fire on Christmas Eve. You started a fire? We like have a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, but like Santa's gonna come down the chimney, right? Yeah, the fire goes out in the middle of the night. We wouldn't start like a big fire that would last all night. Yeah, but like, what if he came early in the evening? Well, according to the Google tracking, he wasn't there. <laughs> oh, oh well, of course. Also, we never really believed in Santa. We were always just playing a game with it, and so it was like, yeah, we gotta wait for Santa. Wink, wink. I'm in on the joke. Okay, funny unrelated story. I never really believed in Santa. Never really cared. And you know, my parents are like, we should tell you Santa's not real. It's like, yeah, I kind of knew that. I don't care. I know the gifts come from Grandma. Like. I see them come in in the big package. Then I got to middle school and I discovered that Sherlock Holmes wasn't a real person. Kristen, I cried. Oh my gosh. I, I, yeah, I'm not even kidding a little bit. I believed that Sherlock Holmes was a real person. And it crushed me a lot when I found out that Sherlock Holmes was not real. <laughs> All right. So yeah. But no, I mean, I hear you on tradition. Well, no, I like that what you said, like tradition can help everyone tamper their expectation it could be used as a way to prevent you from getting your hopes too high when implemented correctly i mean i'm i just don't like doing things repeatedly but that's kind of maybe my low-key inability to stay focused for long i just hate doing things on repetition i get bored you mean like traditions that are just done to repeat something yeah i kind of feel like those those suck like, we're just putting I up gotcha. a tree just to put up a tree. We're putting up lights because this is what we do. If I feel like it's a checklist and there's nothing to what we're doing, it doesn't enhance our experience, I don't like it. And whenever a tradition gets in the way of something, like, if, like, if like for you, you had the puzzle, if for some reason the puzzle was causing contention in your family, y'all should be able to say, okay, bye-bye puzzle, we're not doing you anymore, and it shouldn't hurt your family any you know, but then you always have that one person who's like, no, we always do a puzzle. And if we don't do the puzzle, then you failed Christmas. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Uncle Freddy, I need you to, I need you to take that 10 to a 2. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I get what you're saying. I, I just feel like I'm trying to put a positive spin on it where the expectation, like the tradition allows the expectation to be shared and that shared expectation can create the magic as opposed to the tradition being used to temper your expectations so that you're not disappointed. Like I'm saying the shared expectation can create a moment of magic. I'm just trying to convince you that the holidays aren't complete waste of time. Oh, I, I don't think they're a complete waste of time. I honestly do think it depends on the person. Some people are going to get more out of things like holidays than other people do. I don't think it's everyone's shtick. You know, there's nothing wrong with holidays. If you really love Christmas, go you. It's not something that's ever going to really make me all that excited. I don't get depressed about it, though, at all. And I, I actually genuinely enjoy watching other people having fun and enjoying themselves. I mean, I... I, I remember spending Christmases in horrible depression as a kid, but that was because of my family, not the holiday itself. I don't blame the holiday. Does that time of year make me feel any more sad than any other time of the year? Not really, no. But that's just me. I understand for some people, 
it's the holiday that triggers those sad emotions and those memories in a way that it doesn't do for me. I'm not triggered by it. Somebody else might be. And I do think that there's, there is harm that is created when we tell people that they need to be happy around this time of year, simply because for a majority of people, it's a good time. I think it's also harmful to tell someone they need to engage in traditions or be with family members or anything that causes them mental stress or anxiety when it's not needed. I know we talked about manipulation last week, but to have to spend Christmas or Thanksgiving or Valentine's Day, any holiday, I don't care which one, with toxic family members or toxic friends, I think that's dangerous. And I'd rather that person be alone on the holidays than be spending their holiday in a potentially mentally disturbing situation. Does that make sense? Yes. No, and I definitely agree with you on that. Like, there is there is no way that you can ever say it's acceptable to put someone into a situation because of tradition. Put them into a situation that's going to cause stress or harm or or put someone into a position where they can't be safe or comfortable so yeah I absolutely agree with you tradition and holiday is never ever an excuse to put someone into a position where they should be um feeling that way and I think that a lot of the expectation that you have a good Christmas or have a good holiday time of year and spend time with family is a harmful thing for a lot of people. There are a lot of people that it is harmful to try to be around family or like you said, toxic friends or whatever it may be. Like there is a lot of damage that can be done just by the expectation that you should be able to do that because a lot of people are going to come into that going, "Mm, I don't have a safe family. I don't have a happy family. I don't have good friendships where I can be that happy and safe around people and like yeah I feel for people who are in that position and it's not a small number of people and there is a lot of the idea of holiday blues that is created and manufactured by this idealized view of the holiday if your holiday tradition is sitting and having a glass of wine at home alone and you're safe and you're happy and you're comfortable with that do that and have your magical Christmas glass of wine. Like, don't don't put yourself in a position. I mean, and obviously this year with the pandemic, don't put yourself in a position where you're endangering other people or endangering yourself by sharing or spreading a virus. But also, don't let other people's impact on your life that's negative be the virus that you're spreading. Like, don't give it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... And I guess this kind of goes against what I said before about expectations. In this situation, it's not your expectation that's making you have a bad time. Like, if your family is really dangerous, listener, it's not your expectation. It's not your fault that you're feeling depressed or that you're unhappy during this time of year. It's obviously the situation you are in. It doesn't matter what your expectation is. One thing all of us should be able to expect on every single day with family and friends is that we are safe. Yeah, it it is okay to be upset that your expectations weren't met, too. I mean, as long as you're not hurting anyone, throwing a fit, or sinking so deep into your depression you feel no need to live anymore, 
I mean, it's okay to be bummed out that something didn't happen just the way you wanted it to. I mean, it's okay to genuinely be upset, throw a fit, not be happy that Christmas didn't happen the way you wanted it to. I feel like our society is so gung-ho to be like, be happy. You know what? It has been a rough year, dear listeners. With COVID, being stuck with our families as long as we have, and just, you know, a lot of things not going the way we thought it would. I can say all of us are probably feeling a little bit down. And if there's any hope to be found in the holiday, I think it's this. For one day, whatever day it is for you, you can choose to lower the expectation for perfection and just appreciate what you do have. I know it sounds lame, but you know what? I'm going to drink a hot cocoa. Or what was it? I'm going to sit on my couch with my holiday wine and it's going to be okay. And if you're one of those people who's upset that, like, you haven't gotten the Christmas decorations up, please know that I finally took my last Halloween decoration down yesterday. The store I work at still has a Halloween, like, (laughs) tablecloth out, and we just put Christmas stuff on it, and I'm like, that is orange and black with a Christmas tree on top and tinsel on it. What what are we doing, guys? It's, this is COVID Christmas. It all, it all just combines together. I still have, I still had St. Patrick's Day stuff out because that was the day we got (laughs) shut down. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And as always, if you want to uh, contact us, discussion topics that you'd like to hear from us in the future, or talk about your holiday blues experience and how we triggered you, you can do that at the cafe discourse at gmail.com you can email us there and we would love to hear from you uh, at the email there and in the future we will tell you our social media if and when we get it all squared away but for now we hope that you have a pleasant and personally enjoyable and fulfilling holiday season in whatever way that that looks for you Thank you for listening.